Hi guys and welcome back to the Wings of Fire Fan Wings podcast where we talk about all things Wings of Fire. But today we will be talking about how the queens came to be in Wings of Fire and any possible queen rebellion the Wings of Fire world might have faced at some point along with a good sprinkling of headcanons throughout the way. Before we get started I have a few things. First of all shout outs. Shout outs to 565567 or Scarlet. Scarlet was the title of their review. I don't know if you want me to call you that, but shout out to you. I'm pretty sure you've done another review, but you're really cool, so thank you. Also to um, their little sister, it's me, Cake. And by the way, it's me, Cake. Your fanfic sounds pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it sounds really cool, actually. And then another shout out to Cool Nala and Waff Girl Fire Emoji at the end. <laughs> So yeah, thank you all for listening to the podcast and I'm glad you enjoyed it. Second of all, spoilers. Okay, so this one's spoilers for the entire series. Now, book 15 spoilers will really only be towards the end of this podcast. So if you haven't read book 15 yet, I will let you know when the book 15 spoilers are starting to come in. So just be on the lookout for those. And yeah, without further ado, let's get started. So, first topic, Queen Rebellion. In my opinion, some of the tribes had to rebel against their queens. It's been like 5,000 years after the scorching. So that is a very long time. And in that time, I don't think they could keep up a stable monarchy for 500 years. Every single one of the kingdoms. And the Leaflings kind of did rebel. I mean, the Tree Wars happened, and then Belladonna's mother, I believe, I forget exactly who it was, but somebody related to Belladonna left and took a few Leaflings with her, and now they are the Poison Wings. Or the Sap Wings call them the Poison Wings. They think they're just normal Leaflings. It's a whole complicated mess of names but i'm just gonna refer to them as poison wings and sap wings because it's easier that way <laughs> um so here are my other head cannons of which tribes have rebelled in my opinion the sea wings have rebelled at least once let me explain why so after the whole albatross thing I think a lot of sea wings knew not to mess with animus magic at all like at all and really the only dragons that carried animus magic were the royal family for these reasons i think it would have been reasonable for people to fear them since they didn't want another albatross possibly committing like more murder all over the place and who knows who knew if it would just be the royal family and some sky wing who else could it be, you know? So, I think for that reason, they might have started some sort of rebellion. Do I think it would have succeeded? I don't think it would have. Because there are too many people, in my opinion, in the books, who are just too loyal to the queens. And for that reason, the rebellion wouldn't have succeeded. And it would have been squashed. The people and the rebellion would have faced some sort of consequences. But... I think that the Sea Wings might have tried to rebel at least once, and also because they're like in 
the sea. I know that sounds like a really weird reason, but let me explain. They aren't within like closed borders. The sea is so vast that they could basically go almost anywhere. So I'm sure there's a group of sea wings living in the middle of nowhere, according to the other main tribe of sea wings. Maybe because they were just too scared of animus magic. Like, animus magic is really scary, especially if you live through the experience of albatross. And what about the people in the palace who weren't, like, who didn't die? Like, who witnessed all of that? Oh my gosh, that must have been, like, terrifying. So, I mean, it makes sense for the Seawings to have had some sort of possible rebellion in between A, the time that Fathom was with Darkstalker, or maybe afterwards where Fathom didn't really know what was happening, so we didn't really get a canon thing, or maybe the rebellion. People tried to do it, but it failed before it even got to Pearl and Fathom's knowledge. Okay, second possible rebellion drive. Possible Icewing Revolution. Okay. So, the Icewing's Animus Magic wouldn't really be a problem. They don't need to worry about any Animai going insane because of the rule. You can only use your powers once, and it's a gift to the tribe. After that, you can never use your power again because you can't. It's tradition. We don't want you turning evil. Well, uh, <laughs> a half-Icewing turned very evil, so I don't think that worked. Now... In strict rules, sometimes people tend to rebel because A, they want attention, or B, they're just tired of following the rules. So I think possibly some of the lower class ice wings might have had some sort of rebellion. Now, do I think some of the animized gifts of the tribe would have been to stop this rebellion? Yes. Do I think they would have succeeded? No. The royal ice wings seem to have a lot of training and school and Stuff like that, that makes them super powerful compared to lower end ice wings. And also the circle ranking is just too much of a concept within ice wing culture. At the time, I believe this rebellion would have happened. So, yeah, I don't think they would have succeeded. And that's the recurring theme with the rebellions I think have happened. They wouldn't have succeeded because the queens and the monarchy was just too strong at that point. So... I think the queen stayed there for so long because of that. Now, we know for canon, the Sandwing line of succession hasn't been the same group of people. I mean, dragons, not people, obviously. I hope not people. <laughs> I mean, if we want to... Okay, sidetrack and, like, slight spoilers for Dragon Slayer, I guess? But not really, because people knew this in book one. Scavengers killed Queen Oasis. And we get what the books say. Whoever kills the next... Whoever kills the current queen is the next queen. <laughs> so would that mean there was a possibility for... I'm pretty sure it was Stone. I haven't read Dragon Slayer in a long time. Um, Stone? To be the, <laughs> to be the next queen or king or whatever of the um sandwings I, I i know that sounds super weird it obviously has to be a challenge or something official but if we take that into literal whoever kills the queen is the next queen that would have been first off the queens wouldn't have survived for a very long time second of all a scavenger could technically rule dragons who knows <laughs> okay 
sidetrack aside, we do know that many groups of dragons have been queens because of the Eye of the Onyx in the Sandwing line of queens. So for that reason, I think that might have happened with a good amount of other tribes. It's not just going to stay like that for thousands and thousands of years. I mean, there had to be something else. Or another slight headcanon that I have. Um, I've actually written a fanfiction on this. I don't know where it is now. But anyways, after Snow Fox, I believe Snow Fox had no dragonettes. And if you haven't read Runaway, spoilers. Snow Fox was Queen Diamond's niece and took the throne after Diamond, from what I can tell. Because Snow Fox was Diamond's only living heir. For that reason, she would have, A, had to adopt children, because she was in a relationship with Snowflake. So, A, had to adopt children, or B, that line just died out altogether. Possibly why the animus line didn't continue because it had to be passed down to like some niece or cousin or something another head kid i know the reason why they didn't get animus magic i believe this is confirmed is just because of very bad genetic luck but like i think there might have to be something else like how did they get this bad genetic luck all of a sudden hmm maybe just maybe it's because, like, they had to get a distant relative to be queen. And I definitely think differing um, bloodlines of royalty have come up a long time. Is this due to rebellion all the time? Probably not. But has it been caused by rebellion before? Most likely. So, that is my rebellion list of tribes that I think would have rebelled. I think other tribes might have rebelled as well, but these are the ones I think that are most likely, the sea wings and the ice wings, and obviously the leaf wings, because they tad in a way. Okay. I will wrap up my thoughts at the end. I do not have an exact timestamp, so maybe just go towards the end or wait until book 15 to listen to the rest of this podcast. But now we are getting into the book 15 spoiler territory, so be careful. Okay, the Leaf Silk Kingdom. Okay, so the Leaf Silk Kingdom is the body of government which rules... The silk wings, the leaf wings, and I'm pretty sure some hive wings. According to the Wings of Fire wiki, and I do get a lot of information from there, so shout out to the Wings of Fire wiki. Wings of Fire wiki is amazing. If you have not been on there, what are you doing? It's great. Um, so according to the wiki, the known members are Blue, Dusky, Io, Luna, Morpho, Swordtail, Tau, more unknown silk wings, Sundew, Willow, and unknown dragons for more leaf wings more on than leaf wings bumblebee cricket earwig hawker katydid malachite the librarian who still doesn't have a name and tree hopper okay that doesn't sound like that many but there are so many unknown dragons we don't even know at this point there are just <laughs> so many unknown dragons we don't know because this is a whole Continent of dragons. We don't know how many people are in here. Also, the assembly, who is like body of, I believe, like 200. 
I might be exaggerating because I haven't read the epilogue, but reread the epilogue, but it's a lot of dragons. Okay. Also, spoilers for, I'm pretty sure it's called Elementals. It's a really good book series I've read. It's a trilogy. Um, it consists of Ice Wolf, Scorch Dragons, and Battleborn. Those are the three books' names. And um, to compare this to Winged Fire, they have this thing called the Dragon Meat, which is basically the dragon governing body, in a way. I have not read these books in a while, but I do remember a good amount of the dragon culture, because dragons are amazing! I love dragons! So, basically what they do is they just talk everything out. The student named Leaf, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly, is the head of the dragon mate. So, they basically just come up with decisions. But it, like, takes a very, very long time. They don't really have, like, a very streamlined system, it doesn't seem like. So it takes a very, very long time to create decisions. This is what, in my mind, the Leaf Silk Kingdom is like. It's going to take a very long time to create, like, rules and make decisions. Because if you have to have so many dragons sort of giving their opinion and... According to Luda and Sortel, it was like, no, you go first. No, 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 I insist you can go first. That's gonna take forever. So, I don't know how that will happen. Now, what I wanted to happen, it might just be because I really like Io, and so does a lot of the fandom, that Io would become queen of the Silkwings. Um, yeah, that, that didn't end up happening. Though, I am pretty sure... She is part of the assembly, which I am very happy about. Um, also, Tau and Morpho, I'm pretty sure, are in the assembly as well. So, yeah, the assembly consists of two hundreds of dragons. Possibly only 200, but it's a lot of dragons. It will take forever to figure stuff out. So what I believe is they might also go back to some sort of monarchy system or possibly like how a, a republic so something how the u.s government has it set up like there are different like branches and like people vote on stuff still but there's like still a singular head of the executive branch of the government um possibly though that would take a long time for dragons to understand who have had a matriarchal monarchy for who knows how many years it's been so it's a lot in that sense so i hope they figure it out soon or the leaf so kingdom is gonna collapse and it's gonna turn into chaos so good luck with figuring that out um <laughs> i hope io is still prevalent in the assembly as well because Io is the best. I really, really like Io. If you could not tell. Basically, TLDR, or too long, didn't read. Or listen, I guess. is It sounds super non-effective. And I think they need to come up with some more streamlined source of government. If they want to get anything done. Or possibly go back to Queens. But have some sort of like power check to make sure they don't turn evil and do all the bad stuff wasp did and it makes sense why the leafwings 
and the Silk Queen, so the Leaf Silk Kingdom does not have a queen. But another very small sidetrack. Lady Jewel is now the queen of the Hivewings. Why did the Hivewings go back to having a queen? Why? Like, shouldn't they destroy the Leaf Silk Kingdom and then they become the Pantalon Kingdom? And also, why is the Leaf Silk Kingdom called the Leaf Silk Kingdom if it's not ruled by a king or a queen? It should be called the Leaf Silk Land or something that's not kingdom. Anyways. This, the Leaf Silk Kingdom, might open Pyria up to other things. Okay, so in Pyria, right now, we know all the societies are still queens. All the tribes are still ruled by queens. We know that. But will Pyria develop any sort of non-queen government system dictatorships republics democracies etc i think that this might happen after another succession war i don't know how common succession wars are in um pyria but i would imagine they are slightly common but also not that common some people were thinking about an ice wing succession war au um how if the three Icewing sisters would have went to war over the throne of Glacier did not, in her will, so to speak, or her words, leave it so Snowfall would be crowned queen. Um, who knows how common succession wars are? If it's just an intertribal civil war, I think that might be slightly common if a queen dies off for reasons unrelated to an heir killing them? Which, not that I think about it, has happened in Wings of Fire a lot. Maybe Tui's just writing about very unusual cases, like a plague, um, albatross, <laughs> the plague, albatross, a scavenger, a lot of different events. <sighs> so for that reason, I think after another succession war starts off, maybe they'll just decide, oh no, this is too much. Too many dragons are dying. For this reason, we should come up with another way to do this. And also, if Animus Magic does resurface anytime soon, and there are Animus Queens, which have never really been explored in the series, as far as we know, besides Queen Diamond, who turned out to be a terrible queen. But they had the Icewing rules in place. She didn't really defy the Icewing rules that much. Okay, fine, she did. Very much so. But I don't think we've had any Seawing or Nightwing queens who are Animai. We were going to have Orca, maybe Anemone. But now Anemone's <laughs> magic does not work. And Orca died. So all of that is out the window. We don't know about any other Animus queens. There might have been some. The chances of Pearl's Dragonets having Animus powers are actually kind of high, I imagine. So, yeah, that is my Animus rant over. But I do believe non-queen societies will surface on fire because of the Leaf Soak Kingdom. Okay, this is the end of Book 15 Spoilers. If you would like to come back, if you've been listening to this thing on very low, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if that has any impact, but 
It is the end of book 15, spoilers. And now time to do a little summary of what I thought. Okay. Queen Rebellion. I believe Queen Rebellion has happened in a lot of the tribes, including Sea Wings, possible Ice Wings, and maybe all of the other tribes. Because, I mean, sustaining a monarchy for 5,000 years, like I previously said, is a very hard thing. And the Leaf Silk Kingdom might be very important for the ways future monarchies are shaped in Wings of Fire. Yes, I tried to say that as least spoilery as I can. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Also, to everyone who celebrates it, I might not be posting the podcast on this date, but I did record it on this date. Happy Easter, and I will see you in the next one. Goodbye.